Hey, what's happening, everybody? This is Dennis Terrell of Terrell Knife Works, and you and I are listening to the Work For It podcast, where the emphasis is on business in the workshop. You can support these guys for as little as $1 a month or $12 a year, and show your support by going to patreon.com forward slash work for it to find out more. $12 a year? That won't even buy two gallons of gasoline here in California. You might as well support these guys like I do so they can help us all work for it. All right, this is important. So, all right, so I want to start a campaign. And the campaign is, I know a lot of you guys who are listening to the podcast have built a revolution grinder. Mm -hmm. And I want uh, everybody who has done that, or as many people as humanly possible, to create a piece of content and hashtag my revolution. Hi, my name is Brian House, and this is my revolution. Show the grinder. And show your shop and say, this is what I make with it. You know, I've been making knives with it. This is my side hustle. This is what I do with it. And, you know, what? however you want to end it. I'm going to give um, examples of this on Instagram reels. I'm going to create, have Brent. Brent has already created a My Revolution reel. And here's the kicker. So when you create this content, I want you to invite me and tag me as a collaborator. And then I'm going to accept that invitation and then your reel will get fed out to all 81,000 plus followers on my feed. Is that all you have? That's all I got. <laughs> I mean, I'm working. I want to get to 100,000. I'm trying to be Austin over at High Caliber. This is a big, just this is a big ass, thing. Dude. So, uh, but a competition's a good thing. You know, I'm a free market capitalist. But um, the, so the ca- campaign is hashtag my revolution. Create a reel. Say, hi, my name is Pickle Cutters and this is my revolution. I've been making knives full time for three years. I've been using these tools. Thank you so much for creating a great tool, whatever it is. Obviously, there's a, this is a transactional thing you get to create a reel that helps us in our marketing side and then uh i get a chance to collaborate with you so that you all get more followers from my followers on my feed so if you guys would participate with me on this it would be fantastic and then another part of this is is if they're good i'm going to take them and upload them to youtube and then link back to your instagram or link back to whatever social platform you want me to start sending people to if you're looking to get more followers and you want more eyes on your work, hashtag my revolution, create a reel, invite us as a collaborator, and watch your numbers grow. Okay. I uh this is I don't even know. I'm I'm in an, on another planet right now. Uh because I feel like I have unlocked the secrets to happiness and success. The secrets that have been deep down inside humanity for so many years. The ultimate question. And that question is, why are we here? Why were we put here on this big green and blue ball flying through black, dark space? What is the purpose? Well, I have your answer. You're here to buy shit for Christmas. That's right, everybody. Black Friday's coming here at Housemade. I'm joking, of course. <laughs> You're here for other reasons. <laughs> that didn't come off as funny as I thought it was going to come off. But you know what? Well, I, I wasn't sure if you were done or not yet. So I was like waiting for like 
maybe a secondary punchline or something. I've been warning everybody Christmas is coming, and it's like the 9th of November. We're damn near freaking on top of it. It's happening right now. Mm-hmm. But I do have the answers to the universe, the universal question that is, why are we here? And if you stick around and listen to this show, I'm going to just lay it all out for you. You may not like what you hear, or it may unlock inside of you a whole new passion to keep working for it. That's right. Let's do it, Brian. Let's go, baby. Let's do it. Work for it. Business in the workshop, unlocking the secrets of the universe right here. You're like, Brian, you're giving this shit away for free? That's right. (laughs) I am because I'm selfless. Uh, Pickle, have you sent Brian some weed lately? What's going on here? <laughs> I don't know. I think he's hanging out with my hookup when I'm down there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been micro-dosing. Have you? No. No, no. I haven't. <laughs> <No>. Macro, <laughs> macro-dosing. No, oh, I'm, I'm totally sober. I don't know what it is about today, but uh, I feel like... I've, I feel like um, I've turned a corner. I don't know if you guys have ever had this feeling before, but like where... You have a lot of like sometimes have dark or negative thoughts about something mm-hmm. and it kind of like starts weighing you down a little bit. You're like, why do I do this? I'm doing all this work and I feel this way and I'm overthinking and I'm processing. And I'm like, you know, um, I think about this term that the sailors use all the time, which is stay the course. You just keep going, keep moving forward. And if you look at historicals, right, you look at data throughout the course of time that um, a majority of the negative things or the dark things that you think are going to happen to you actually never do. And we waste all this time and energy on worrying about things that could come or happen or, you know, this is going to fail, this project's going to fail, I got this, I got that, I could get sick, I you know, whatever, Christmas is coming, I don't have enough time to finish. And then the reality of it is none of that occurs and you wasted all that time and energy just focusing on it. And so I feel like I do that even now, like I'm 46 years old, I still do it. And, um, I hope that someone hears what I say, you know, what I'm my experience through my experience. And here's what I say and takes a little page out of that book. And says, like, Hey, I'm where I'm right there with you. I need to change it up too. Cause we, we just started like thinking differently and like looking at our situation differently um, from a business standpoint, because I feel like I had gotten, I had gotten focused on the wrong things and I needed to get back to my roots, like just getting back to solving problems and creating great content. And just, uh, also by the way, screwing with a whole bunch of people on the internet, which has been fantastic <laughs> in the last couple of days. That is always cathartic. And, uh, I created that reel yesterday. It was like, man, this freaking air hose is <laughs> hissing. And I know the reason why the the quick disconnect was starting to fail. And I'm like, this would be a great opportunity to tell everybody about my Loctite trick that I use Loctite 242 when I seal my threads on my air uh, systems and my welding gas systems. But, you know, of course, if I just went at it like that, no one would watch it. Right. Of course. Right. You have to, like, add all this filler and bullshit so people will, like, go, wait a minute. And oh, and boy, did they come out in full force! TikTok, and and then what's even funnier is that Chris Powell from yeah. Full Steam Designs 
used some of my video and then created his own reel, which was very funny, by the way. Uh, and it got three times the amount of views my reel did <laughs> in like half the time, which I find just absolutely perfectly ironic because he just made a funny like, this is how I solve my air problems. And he puts a battery in a Slaps tool a battery like, in. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Which I this is the reason why I love this community because it's like we're all hanging out together and there's all these people watching what we're doing, and some of them don't know who we are, so they get involved and they go, "You see, the problem here really is that it was the quick disconnect, and I don't fully understand how Loctite fixed this problem." And, you know, you think that did lie, and I'm just like, "You're right." I mean, here, let me explain it to you. I created a video about putting Loctite on NPT brass threads to create a seal. And I tricked everybody into watching it by actually showing the leak in the front of the device and not the back. And and so and it was and people are like, well, I, I don't understand why you would do that. And it makes no sense. You could have just done this. And then the hose clamp people came Just out and Lando on. Novak I gotta call him out because he got involved everybody's like you know you put a hose clamp on there and you're gonna cut your hand I'm like man 20 years of doing this I've never cut my hand on a hose clamp that was on an air hose and I get it they can be sharp but bro this is this is like but anyway I got lots of good ideas and I thought it was very funny that everyone piled on and start commenting. Of course, when that happens, what does the algorithm do? It oh, yeah. Shit. Blows up. Yep. Pushes it to the world. And like you said, too, you got some good ideas out of it. That's another I thing did. when you post shit like that. Because a lot of people are, are not, you know, trying to chime in and be nice with you and tell you, you know, that, well, this is how we should. Like, they're, they're like being bullies almost about it. But oh, you're, no, they're taunting me. Yeah. You're, oh, yeah. But you're learning from it, too, because they're, they're maybe telling you something you never heard before. You know what I'm saying? Be like, oh, and then oh, yeah. make you and one of the about- one of the best tips I got from that was a guy who said use a three quarter inch PEX crimp yep. uh, connector. Yep. that's a really good one because that I never thought of that, and I have a bunch of those laying yep. around because I did a bunch of three quarter PEX in my other shop. So I'm like, you know what? That's a really great idea. We can swap that out, and yeah, you know, what I'm if do it works for water, content about that. If it works for water, it could work for air, right? Absolutely. And here's what I'll tell you about hose clamps on air systems. If you're getting your hands cut while you're handling a hose clamp, your hands are pretty soft probably because you <laughs> haven't been doing a lot of work. I'm just saying. You've probably been, you know, pampering your hands, working at a keyboard, maybe typing a lot. Putting a bit of a little and, of cow, cow utter cream on them every now and then during the yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah, go, Brian, are you just what in is a your salty pedicures? mood today or something? <laughs> I mean, what, is, what do the people at the spa say when you, when you go to the spa and get your hands done? And they when they're working on your cuticles, what do they say about that? Well, cutting your hands on those hose clamps. Oh, no. I'm not salty, Brian. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm fucking right back. See, this is the best part about this is I get to retort on the podcast when they have to listen to it now. <laughs> Brian's being a bully today, though. Maybe not salty, but he's like, "This is my shit. I'm gonna own it, and this is it." <laughs> yeah, I'm buying into this whole thing, man. Yeah. It's freaking great. No, I had a great time on there, doing that and talking to everybody. I had to block a couple of people. <laughs> uh, it's, a couple it, of guys got really shitty. No, no, and, and I don't doubt it at all. Because even when I had um, attempted uh, stainless Damascus, 
without knowing what I was doing. Just like, all right, I know it's got to be fully sealed. So let's just do that and go with it, you know? So I did it. And then I posted the failure afterwards and I got educated, which was fine. I did have, I had to do zero research to find out what I had done wrong. And I did zero research to find out what I had to do the next time. But then again, there's always that one or two guy out there that likes to like be an asshole about it and talk mm-hmm. shit on your yeah. posts. And it's like, well, dude, I, I'm just sharing a failure, like be humble about it. And maybe you could learn something too, you know, but you don't have to be a dick about it. Yeah. I, I often think like, who's the type of person that gets confrontational in the comment section? Like what's wrong? What's going on in your life? Like insecurities. Like to, yeah. Or like you feel bad about yourself. So yeah. like, I feel like those guys, like one guy, I kind of feel bad about blocking him now because he's kind of like a legit dude. And, but he kept coming back with, well, I don't understand. I don't understand. And then I said, well, the Loctite did fix the problem ultimately because I had an air leak. It broke. The reality of it is, is that I'm trying to educate people on instead of using Teflon tape, they can use something like Loctite 242. It's removable. It's It pulls double duty. That's the other thing. I got a lot of other people suggesting like, hey, they make a product that does just that. I'm like, yeah, it's a unitasker. Like this stuff does the exact same thing and I use it for actually locking threads too. So it does other stuff. And then this one guy's like, are you just being, are you being serious or just being a dick or both? And And my response to that was, and this is the biggest middle finger right in his face. I said, I'm just trying to help you understand. (laughs) <laughs> sorry you're confused <laughs> and then i hit the block button <laughs> i'm sorry man i don't if you listen to this podcast it was just that we the relationship we would have even moving forward would definitely be toxic and i can't have that in my life so i don't blame you at all dude i do that with people in real life yeah, it's I tried. Yeah. I was like, dude, if you don't see what's happening here and it's very obvious that I was creating content to get a rise out of people and that I was doing this and Chris Powell, I should just learn from him. Right. Because he's like the king of this. And by the way, I made a comment on one of his videos and I mentioned this on their podcast, the makeshift podcast where you know did you see the video of him trying to pull the bolt or get the bolt head bolt loose out of that motor and it snapped off Mm, no i didn't see that it was very clear that it was going to happen he knew it was going to happen so he set up his camera for this moment and uh took the um video of him snapping this bolt off then i made a comment that said have you tried melting down the engine block that head bolt would just float to the top Right. And to this day, that comment. So that video went mega ultra viral, like crazy. In fact, let me just uh, look up full steam designs here. So he has 214,000 followers on Instagram now based on this entire concept that he can literally pull people into conversations online and get them to comment about silly things. So I made this comment on on this video, and at the time, I didn't know how crazy viral this would go. So this is at 14.1 million views on Instagram, Mm. if that makes sense. Right. And uh, in true Chris fashion, he pins that comment to the top of the comment section, and it now has 13,376 likes on just the comment. 
to this day, I'm sure you still get likes on that, like notifications from people I liking do. that comment. Every day. I get oh, it. Boy. Every day. And it was six weeks ago that that was, that was done. So uh, cheers to Chris and his uh, journey to create fun comment sections but- on Instagram and and if you're not familiar with him, it's full underscore steam underscore designs on Instagram. It's not just oh, Instagram. Awesome it's not just Instagram either, though. Like his videos, like his concrete pouring videos and all that, dude. I've seen his videos several times in construction groups that I'm in on Facebook. Uh, I've seen them on TikToks and other reels where people are like commenting and asking, does this really work? And and like they're, 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 uh, what, what do they call it? They're, uh, remixing the video or whatever on tiktok they're reposting yeah they're reposting it and they're sitting in the video with it and they're like "Ah, what's this guy doing you know but it's nothing really bad that i've seen yet like nobody bashing it but it doesn't just stay to instagram you know what i'm saying those those concrete videos have been moving all over the internet you know and people are replicating them because they saw him do it. They're like, hey, I can go out and buy a $30 bag yep. of concrete and get 15 million views on TikTok. So he started this whole dry pour concrete thing, and that's what kind of like fueled it. Mm-hmm. And when you say that there isn't a lot of negativity in the comments, Ooh. you should talk to him. Oh, no. The, <laughs> no, I, I'm not saying in the comments. I'm saying in the videos oh. that I've seen that people oh, remixed with, you know, that they did a yeah. split with or whatever they call it, a stitch. You know when you could stitch yeah. to yeah, another stitch. video or whatever? Yeah. So, like, they're sitting there in the fucking video that's split screen, and you see Chris's video, and you got them sitting there, like, either acting surprised or amazed or stu- whatever. You know, it's just... I've yeah. seen quite a few it's, of those. It's... Me too. And I just think it's great that he's making a career out of this. It's fantastic. So, go check out Chris's stuff. And then he's on all the platforms. In fact, some of those short form video content he's uploaded to his YouTube channel as well. And that does crazy, crazy good. In fact, he made a video about building my Apollo forge because he has Mm. one in his workshop. And I think that went to freaking like, I don't know how many millions of views it was. The last time I checked it, it was like three or 4 million on YouTube, which is pretty good. That is pretty good. uh, Anyways, there the the I just wanted to kind of blend in some social stuff with this episode because we're, we're coming up to a period of time. Austin Saunders from High Caliber Craftsman messaged me a video from the CEO of Instagram, and they're going to renew the Reels bonus program. That oh, we did. are they? So, yeah, so just keep that in mind that that's coming down the pike, and keep your eyes open for it because last year, I don't know, we made like ten grand or something in just doing real bonus stuff. Oh. So it was like a decent chunk of change. Uh, making reels but then they pulled the they pulled the funding from it but i think now they're going to redo it again because of the holiday season they're going to put it push it all back through Mm -hmm. in fact if you're not a member of the amazon associates program either you need to get involved in that as well because they have bonus programs there and you can make money on sharing your knowledge like if you're working on something in your workshop say you need to replace an air hose end, like a quick (laughs) disconnect right and you have all these people watching you you could post a link to the Amazon uh, a product that you use to to do the work and people will click through and buy and you get a commission from it. And they do bonus programs right around this time of year. Like we're consistently getting 1500 to $2,000 bonuses every month just because people are clicking through, mm. uh, you know, my recommendations, you know, for certain things. So nice. There's obviously revenue tiers that you have to hit 
you know, and they're pretty lofty, but you can get there. Um, these are all little chunks of valuable data that I wish I would have knew when I started this. It was all kind of a shot in the dark back then. No one was really talking about it, but I think it's it could be like a pretty viable side hustle. Yeah, you know, for side hustle for your side hustle. If that mm. makes sense. Nice. How you guys doing, anyways? I've talked <laughs> way too much this morning, dude. You know, I love my own. Voice. You were talking about that. You were br- brought up the Apollo. That thing is like haunting my shop right now. It is. I have almost all of the parts to put it together, and I'm just waiting on a few coming from Amazon. So it is. It is set up, ready to be built, and I'm just so excited to do it. I'm so excited to build this thing, but I'm just waiting on a couple parts. You know how that is. You gotta do. You gotta do the video like I did, where you do a time lapse of you assembling it yeah. and putting it together. Everybody that does that. It goes crazy viral. Yeah. Like Brian Hinnenkamp did one. It went to a hundred thousand views in the first day. Yeah. Chris Powell did one. Went to millions of views on in, on YouTube. So just take a, a set up a camera and put it on time, or maybe not even put it on time lapse. Put it on like regular video, but then speed it up later, and and edit it together with some music and post it. The one I posted to Instagram is up to one point eight million. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely like I'm definitely making ago. content around it for sure. But between that, I'm doing some pretty major shop upgrades in this next week. Um, wow. It's, right. um, Fill us in. Yeah, it's it's huge. So this past week, I've been working on this set, the three Damascus chef knives that I'm trading for an even heat um, with Spence. So um, I've been, this whole week has been just completely dedicated to making these three knives. I'm also shooting a YouTube video where the first half is like, building the knives and, you know, talking about it and whatever. And then the second half is going to be over at the even heat factory, kind of showing off the even heat factory, showing off them and, you know, exploring what's going on and doing this trade. But um, this week has been just completely dedicated to getting these knives done and shooting. And a lot of it is, you know, I'm working on a time crunch and I'm also shooting a video, which slows everything down. You know how that is. But um, uh, real quick, I, I'm curious. So is the even heat factory near you somewhere? Yeah, it's actually just about, what, 40 minutes north of where my parents live. Nice. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Okay, so you're actually going to go there. Oh, yeah. Shoot some stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, man. actually, Spence so and I, cool, it's Brian. it's really cool because um, I met them the first time I went to Blade Show. And I walked over there and was talking to them. And I looked down at their little lanyard thing and like, Caseville, Caseville, Michigan? That's like right next to where I grew up. And we started, me and Spence started talking. We graduated the same year. He was in Bad Axe. He, you know, grew up in Bad Axe, which is where I was born. And he played, like, we both were linemen on our football team. So more than likely, like, we hit each other multiple times. So that that started that relationship. And then this year, he was like, hey, I want to get an even heat in your shop. Let's do a trade. So I'm, I'm trading these um three nine inch damascus k-tip chef knives and getting an even heat this weekend nice you should try to broker a deal where we get uh sponsorship from them the <laughs> hey no i'm not Come jo- on i'm now. not joking you you've got an in now because i was just on the uh full blast podcast with jeff fader yeah and they said they they sponsor his show oh yeah so well but you've got know. a paragon right so do i I, I, yeah, I mean, I love my Paragon. There's some issues that I did really dislike about it. Like it's, there's some things that I really wish were different yeah. and I, you know, it gets the job done. Let's just say that. But, yeah. uh, 
you know, there's features on the even heat that I would really love to have. Yeah. I would really love so to have. You guys are thought way too time. like nerded out on these kills. Like if they would have had the turn and burn that they made for uh, Neil, uh, I I would have went with that from the beginning. I I thoroughly disagree with you. Uh, the no, more no, I, technology you can have on a thing where it can, like the, the tap control where you can say, okay, I'm doing this type of stainless steel and it's going to ramp up to this temperature and stay for so long and then ramp up to the, I mean, how do you not want that? You know how many heat treat yeah. recipes I use? I use two. Yeah, it just means that you're not using it to the full ability. No, well, like I said, I have my heat treat for 10 series, my Damascus and all that stuff that I make. That's all 1084, so that's all the same. It's all the same process, and I've had that down in my head for, for you know, over three years. And then the AEBL, you know, and that's in my head too. That's yeah. just two temperatures, 1500 and 1950, and you temper at 350. So, you know, it's just... I would like the remote capability, I think. I have Wi-Fi on my kiln, but you can't do anything. Yeah, you could only check the status. Just see it. Yeah, and I think the even heat you can start and stop it and run programs Um, from the app. I know there's a fee or something. Yeah, I think there is a fee for it. I believe so because Peter Lepet at Lepet Knife and Tool guy that makes my uh, hammers and tongs, uh, he got one. And when I was down there, uh, was it September, August, whatever, end of August, when I went for that hammering. he had just set it up and he was trying to figure all that out. And then he had mentioned something about having to sign up in a fee and whatever. But, uh, they're, they're, of yeah. course they're, I'm not saying that they're bad or anything like that. Cause they're all fancy and techie, but to me, you know, I guess it's a personal subject, a personal matter, you know, like do you want it to be technical and geek out on it or do you just want it simple, you know? And, uh, that's why mm-hmm. I only have the red, led display whatever like i don't have no nothing fancy on mine there's what nine eleven buttons on it i think and that's it and it's just one two three up to nine and zero and two other buttons on the side hey there you go 12 speaking of hammers real quick i just wanted to uh show uh, shout out uh nine (laughs) here we go here we go here we go here we go So, uh, Ryan over at Gnome Hammer, you guys have been seeing <clears throat> a lot of content coming oh, out. Yeah. He's uh, that, crushing uh, it. I'm doing <clears throat> couple couple of he is crushing it, literally, literally yeah, crushing is. it. He's making us 50 hammers for the holidays, and this is the house made Gnome Hammer Forge, hard work and good luck, hundred dollar hammer. It's a cross beam. It's a very simple hammer. Uh, if you talk to Nick Rossi or Jeff Fader, you know, all these guys are like, you really just need this one hammer. You need a crossbeam. You know, you can mm-hmm. do a lot with a crossbeam. Uh, that's like the, that's like your basic go-to hammer. The one that gets the most use. That's why we went with a crossbeam. Mm. But what we're going to do here is if you're a patron, you get first dibs at the first 50. Okay. And I have a feeling they're going to sell out. And so I've had a ton of people asking me and a ton of people asking Ryan, like, hey, can I get in early? So the only way to do it is to get on the patron list. You got to go to patreon.com forward slash work for it. $10.80 a year. You get in. Here's the other big bonus of this is that you get involved in his monthly raffle. Then you get an entry into his monthly raffle where he gives a hammer away every month. Mm. 
That is a very cool thing. He he's doing that at no cost. Like he just came up to me and was like, I want the exposure. Can I give your patrons uh, a chance to win every month? So your name got put in a spreadsheet if you're a patron and I uploaded it to Ryan's uh, email so that he has it in his list every month where uh, I have a question. Am I eligible even though I am a host and also a patron? Yeah, Yeah. you're a patron. Yeah, you're a patron and have been a patron. Yeah. So of course, the first run of fifty is coming out amazing. Yeah, if you're dude. watching the process that he's doing, we didn't know if the hot stamps were going to hold up. We didn't know if the, it would even look cool with the hot stamp on top of that the looks peen, badass. You know, no one does that. It looks amazing. It came out so fucking cool, man. Like I'm so glad we teamed up with him. So here's what we're going to do with Ryan: we're going to create multiple styles of hammers, rounding hammer, flats all these different ones, and he's going to keep them in stock, and we're going to just offer them for sale on our website and at the same price point. It's the $100 hammer. Mm. It is literally that for all these different styles, and we're moving Can I suggest a hammer style real quick? I, I'm, I'm going to – let me guess what you're going to suggest. Yes, you could take that guess. Is it Fuck a dog's yeah. head? Woof, woof. <laughs> yeah. See, I know you, man. And uh, it, I love a dog's oh, yeah. head. So that'll probably be the next one. Because that's sim- that could be a simple build. You know, there's not a lot of uh, a cheekage and all that. You know, you drift a hole and you draw out a beak on it, pretty much a, a dog's head or whatever you want to call it. Mine looks like beaker. That's why I called it yeah. beak. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, no doubt. And, in fact, uh, there's a lot of room on the side Stamps for some and, kind of cool yeah. stamp. Yeah. So we'll do that for sure. So I'm teaming up with Ryan. He's a great dude to work with. And also, if you're in Canada, you'll be able to get one of these hammers from Ryan, uh, actually from Lawrence directly at Maritime Knife Supply. And if you uh, are uh, a knife maker or doing any kind of craft work at all, make sure you check out MaritimeKnifeSupply.com. Go talk to Lawrence because he's a maker. He understands what you need. And he doesn't just ship to Canada. He ships to the United States, too. And a lot of times it's super fast. So, you know, he ships every day to the United States. Great guy to work with. I consider him a friend and a close maker person that I can, like, just lean on. He's my connector. If I need anything, I go to Lawrence and say, how do I get this? And uh, he helps me out. And and he's never really asked for anything in return. So it's just been a great relationship with him. And then when you're ready to take your knife making to the even the next level, next level, is you're going to go to bakerforge.com and pick yourself up some of the most amazing Damascus in the world. These guys literally have a massive workshop now filled with awesome tooling that makes this stuff. And when you watch any of their social media content, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, you'll see quickly why they are the masters at making this type of steel. In fact, uh, a good friend of mine, Mr. Brent Smith of Bald Man Knife and Tool, he is going to be making a really cool Baker Forge and Tool Thicker Clipper. So I'm just giving him a shout-out right now um, because he bought some of that steel, and he's going to actually create a Thicker Clipper. Nice. I've been waiting for that day, actually, to see him do that. It's going to be cool. Yeah, and if you're – in fact, I don't know if you guys know this, but he's joined on as another sponsor of the Work For It podcast. So if you're looking for an EDC knife – that you want to keep in your pocket made out of magna cut steel. Make sure you go to Ball Man Knife and Tool and check out the thicker clipper line from Tantos 
to thicker clippers. And right now, he's having a sale where he's giving 30 to $50 off some of his stock for Black Friday. So go check it out because his knives are no joke in my pocket every single day. Yeah. And I'm cutting plastic steel, uh, uh, pallet straps. I'm cutting everything with this thing. Edge retention is tip-top. Finish is tip-top. And he guarantees his work. And he's just one hell, hell of a good guy. Yeah, he is. So go check out Bald Man Knife and Tool. I miss, I miss Brett. baby. I see yeah, I know. Day, so I, don't <laughs> I know you do. Although his uh, hey, when you finish oh. up when you finish up a knife, what are you putting on it? Well, th- this is the thing we've been we've been putting a little bit of pelican paste on those thicker clippers in the shop, and put them on handle material. Put it on G10, buff it. It comes out to a shine. It's a hard shell wax. It's not like all these other products and tins. It's like a hard shell wax. Smells like citrus. You can get it at pelicanpaste.com. Travis Haynes of Bird Forge. This is his. This is his. Uh, what do you call that when somebody creates something that's just like the best thing they've ever done? It's their masterpiece. It's like an opus or something. Magnum opus. I don't know the term, but. You Magnum guys opus. lost me. <laughs> Those are big words. Pickles <laughs> too high. Yeah. And, you, you know, the, what I love about Pelican Paste is hit it with a heat gun and soften it up, right? And in the tin, just open the tin, run the heat gun over the top of it, let it liquefy slightly. Dip your finger in there. Rub a little on your knife. <laughs> then rub a little on your knife. Oh, get your day going. Oh, my God. I'm glad yes. you said nipple, at least. It could have been worse. <laughs> oh, boy. What were you thinking? It doesn't matter Perfect. what I was thinking, okay? <laughs> I, I, Every single week, I can just hear them going, why do we sponsor this show? I have no idea. Uh, it's only going to get better, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, go check out all of our friends who support Work For It, all right? Because what I had teased a little bit about this whole universal thing, and I'm going to do that after uh, Nick uh, tells us what he's up to this week. But it's important because we are a community of people who make things, Okay. And when you buy from people that are in the community, not these smash and grab companies that come on the scene and do their thing to just try to pull money out of a market and then run far away. These are people who are living in the community and that's why you buy from them. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's the reason why Housemate has done so well because I'm inside. I'm an inside person inside the community making things with my own tools and solving problems for tool makers or for knife makers and other people who make things. We make tools to make their jobs easier. Yeah. And I think that that's why, you know, there's just, we've had just massive success. Yeah. So anyway, Pickle, what did you, by the way, I I brought you up on the, in the first five minutes of <laughs> Fader's podcast, the full blast podcast, you're going to want to listen to that. Episode When's that coming when it comes out? out in a couple weeks. I think it's a couple weeks. I think he's like right. a couple weeks ahead on his recording. I'm anxious to see. Well, here I should say, but yeah. So yeah, what's going on, guys? What, what are you doing? What with your time? Go ahead. What did you say? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think we need to sh- sh- uh, change up the <laughs> the format of the show. We have to hit pickle right in the beginning yeah. before he. Gets I'm not. Dude, I, I, actually, I did my questions. my first. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, I got, I seriously, I just, He's, I'll be honest with you guys. Him. My head's spinning in 101 places right now. Like, it's, uh, it's not just, 
not too stone. It has nothing to be do with that. It's just so much going on in my head, uh, which is part of what's going on in my week and all that jazz. So, well, do you well, it's it's all good it? stuff. That's the thing, you know. Is I'm thinking about all my work right now. I'm well, sitting here t- and I'm I'm working. You know how sometimes we work in our sleep. Well, I'm actually working while I'm recording a podcast right now. So, yeah. So that's why I'm kind of like a little distracted right now. But uh, if we're going to talk about my work, that's coming along pretty good this week. Like I'm happy with where I stand. I'm working on a lot of copper, copper my, some copper stainless mesh my too. That came out pretty sick. And, uh, you know, it's, it's the same thing as uh, pretty much every other run, that hustle. You know, you got to work for it, get it done. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, I took, uh, I was going to, I was going to be off yesterday and I was supposed to drive out to the North shore and go get some tattoo therapy. But, uh, my fool was late. My, 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 my dumb ass, I mean, was, uh, not ahead of time with my snow tires on my car. So my appointment's only tomorrow and yesterday was snow and rain. So I couldn't drive that four hour drive to go get tattooed. So I, I spent the day weeping in my shop looking at the snow melt away after it started raining and i continued grinding (laughs) so uh, it's pretty much what my weeks look like guys like work 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 and i've been getting updates from you on the regular about this little kitchen utility knife that you've been making me i actually have known you for a lot of years but don't own one of your finished pieces and then all of a sudden i get this video from nick and he's like, which one would you like? And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You're not making me a knife. Sell me that. Sell that knife. Sell it to somebody. You can make the money. And uh, he refused, of course, and wanted to ask me about my favorite colors and what I would like it to look like and all this stuff. And he's making me a pickle special. There it is. Yeah, that thing's going to be nice. Like after I, I ground it, it and I had it in my hand, I was like, ooh. So I'm going to go try to go like <laughs> as lightweight as I can on the handle material. Not use anything too heavy, but keep it light. And um, I was thinking about doing black and uh, Tiffany blue. Yeah, but I'm not sure yet because I've got this killer block. I don't know if you remember the first PK Little River I did, which was Raindrop Damascus, and it had that crazy black ash stabilized triple dyed burl handle on it, whatever. Yeah, well, I got another block of that. And that looks really, really good with <laughs> Tiffany blue. So, what I love about this is that it's the right size knife for my kitchen because I have a lot of long knives. I have bigger yeah. knives that I use for other tasks. I don't have a mid-level no, like six sub six inch no. blade. On I've seen knife your knife board. board, knife boards, yeah, plural. But yeah, uh, many knives, and they're all there's nothing below like six inch blade on there like everything's six inches and up so you know it's like big ass cleaver big ass you know chef knives and (laughs) fancy knives there's a lot of good looking sharp knives on there but there's none of mine and uh i think it's time for there to be one (laughs) well i hope you know how much i appreciate i know you do thank you it's like a really it's a really great gift because you did it on your own, like you know. You just decided one day that you were going to do it. Which I, the felt best I felt ready. I felt ready to it's put something on your wall. Felt I felt right, right too. And it's been it's felt right for the longest time, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't know what, when, and 
you know, like when I would be ready to make it. Cause I didn't, I just didn't want to put anything on your fucking wall. You know, like I wanted to, you know, be to a point in my, uh, with my skills where I could put quality work on your wall. And I'm not trying to one up everybody on that wall, but I want people to look at that one first when they see that wall though. You're definitely one-upping the knife that I have. No, 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 no. don't even say that. Don't, don't even say that. <laughs> oh, I, I don't want people to think that. I'm not. I, I saw what I saw what you're making. I'm telling yeah. you, it's. Oh, well, you know, I go. I use your knives all the time, Brian. In fact, I have a one of your mini harpoon clips on my knife board, the small one, because. <laughs> It's I use it to like open packages and stuff, and it's just I do a lot of that in the kitchen. So it's like I'm I grab that knife and it's freaking razor sharp. I don't know, like out of all the knives I have, you know, your knives have a tendency to just really hold an edge, and your geometry is stat. It's like perfect. It's stout and perfect. It's like thick enough to where you can drag it across a cutting board and still cut plastic with it. Yeah. You know, it's really, really great knife. So thank you. And I've got a couple of your B cone knives on my board there. And I've got one at work. Actually, I have two at work. <laughs> there's uh, it's like crazy. Like I got B cone everywhere. Christmas is coming. It seems like you need another one. Right. <laughs> no, no, don't send me anything else. Sorry. I just want to bring one more thing uh, that uh, came up to mind about my week that I wanted to bring up, but it kind of sidetracked in my mind. Uh, brute forge.com. I think it is. I think, hold on, dot com. Yep. I think that's what it's called. Let's see. Uh, no, that's not it. Is it it? Yeah, it is, I think. Uh-oh. Br- Brute the Forge. Yeah, I see Broad back yeah, there. Yeah, B-R-U-T-E. Or... Yeah, there it is. It's because yeah, it's loading up slowly here for some reason. I don't com. know why. Anyways, uh, Friday, I... It's sh- with an E. B-R-U-T-E. B-R-U what? It's B R U T E D E F O R G E. There it yeah. is. Yeah, no, it's because it was loading up That's slow it. and it didn't look right. So if you uh, look at this Friday, you should see me up there in the interviews. I the oh wow yep the Amanda contacted me one of their interviewers she contacted me and we sat down uh, when was it last Monday for an interview. And uh, yeah, so that she sent me the the interview itself, like the the text to go over it, and uh, that's going to be published on Friday, alongside uh, many other nice. good interviews on here. And also, it's the f- I'll be the first Canadian Smith on there. Good for you, uh, Pickle. That's, that's awesome. Cool. I'm actually scrolling through the webpage for the first time right now, and like the last one was with the. Uh, Lynn uh, Rea. Yeah, Lynn Ray was on there, and they've got uh, Ben Abbott Real on limbs there. On there and too, yeah. I'm, I've never seen this website. Yeah, and I've never seen this website before because it's until you brought it up. And what's kind of cool about it is it's kind of like yeah. there's articles, so it's not just it's not just like audio. It's not video. It's you can read. No, no, it's yeah. a whole article. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, 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 that too. There's other stuff on the website that's not just the interviews too. There's all kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah, there's news. There's a uh, history. There's shows. There's a shop. There's, and I had never heard about it until she reached out to me too, and I was like, "Is this a scam?" <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
that was pretty great. Like I said, that should be coming out Friday. That's what she told me. I, I believe we're sticking nice. to. And uh, I'm looking forward to everybody getting nice. to read that. Yeah, we'll have to make sure we share that. That's kind of why I wanted to bring it up on this too. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, hey, um, real, real quick, because I teased this whole concept about giving the answers to the universe, and I started formulating this concept in my mind about what saved my life. And it's, you know, my philosophy has always been hard work has pushed me to do things that I never thought I was capable of, gave me confidence, self-confidence and motivation to continue and to push further. And I uh, talked a little bit about this with Jeff Fader <clears throat> on his podcast, Full Blast Podcast. And I have this theory that, you know, there's so many people who are stuck behind desks, not doing tactile work. Uh, ultimately, when you look at the evolution of man, you know, we've only been really information workers for, I don't know, 40 years, 50 years. You know, we, we really are not designed to be doing this work where we're not building something tactile. And I feel like when I moved away from that kind right. of work, when I was doing computer work and into working with housemade and building tools and, you know, creating something that I could physically handle and hold, it started to really push me to be a better person and gave me a lot of purpose, which ultimately fueled me to be an entrepreneur uh, in the true sense of the mm. word, which means I feel like I'm on my right path now. And of course, I'm going to get old and die one day, just like the rest of us. And it's a sad thing, right? And it's probably something we sit in the back of our mind from time to time when we think about our own mortality. But at the same time, you, I think there's a sadness that comes along with a lot of people who are stuck in a particular situation and they cannot get out of it. And then at the end of their lives, or even sometimes in the middle, or even at the beginning, they feel like their lives are going to be wasted or were wasted, that they didn't do and work to their full potential. And so I've, I started to think about like how making things, regardless of whether or not you can sell it or make a living at it, how it will help you find your purpose and passion for life and give you true meaning for your existence. It has changed the way that I see the world. Every single day I get up and I do my thing and I go to my workshop and I, hopefully I get a chance to create something that day. And if I don't, I get a chance to at least think about something or design something where eventually I'll be working on that and making something. And I feel like that coupled with my work that I do here at, at Work For It and all my other social media endeavors has created kind of a a legacy for Brian house, right? Like something I can leave behind, like all this content, which isn't digital content. Hopefully that'll be around for a while and that'll inspire people and hear my story. But also when I do things to help others get out of whatever situation they're in, if they're living in a cubicle nine hours a day and um, not feeling productive or, or doing a job or even owning a business that they don't really love anymore. 
And what I, I feel like if they can listen to me talk about it or watch me do it on social media, it's like one step closer to freeing them, to getting them out into true freedom, which is like what I see as our true purpose, which is working with your hands, creating something, being creative and leaving something behind that gives back to the earth, you know, gives back to the world or society, whatever you want to call it, rather than taking from. If that makes sense, instead of pulling out, you're giving back now. That's like a true symbiosis, a true cyclical situation that tends to make people feel like they've produced something or done something with their time instead of being just wasted. This is why I lean heavily on capitalism. I was just having a conversation with Grant from the clamp cast about this recently he's like you're a closet socialist and it's like i believe in some of those concepts i do i really do i i've tended to vote more on humanitarian issues than other uh say less government and all that but from a political standpoint i'm somewhere in the middle but at the at the core of it is that i believe capitalism brings more people up and out of poverty than any other system out there and we have a lot of years of data to prove this so when you get a chance to actually now pull yourself up and out and create something and actually create something original or close to it anyway then you get a chance to maybe sell it right and that brings you some financial income right that and some financial freedom too which eventually for me ultimately led to uh, getting myself away from my job full-time my old business full-time so that I could do this now and I have far surpassed, 10x surpassed the business that I had before for 15 years in the last five. And so if I look at my life and I think, I followed my true passion, I did it. I went and I, I, it took me some time. I had to do pull double duty. I had to work 15-hour days. I had to really claw and climb my way out. But that's what made it even more fucking sweet, baby. It's like, if it was handed to me, like if it yeah. was easy, oh yeah, then I think I would have I would have just taken it for granted. That's human nature. That's what we do. But instead, I've got the battle scars all over my hands and my face and my feet to prove that we did it and that we had to basically be baptized through fire. And what it did was it taught me that we can do fucking anything if we put our mind to it right you just got to be the kind of person that says i'm gonna follow the course i'm gonna keep working hard keep making little tiny one percent improvements every day and i'm gonna create something i'm gonna make my own life i'm gonna pull myself up and out of this because like in the a very influential film in my life was fight club and when brad pitt was saying to the crew of these guys in the bottom basement of a bar he's saying you know the real true depression is our lives and we're all polishing the brass on the titanic dude those words just sunk into my head i was a young man when mm. i saw that film i think i was like 21 20 21 years old and i realized that if i didn't do something no one is going to come help me i have got to do it myself and the the benefit of me being born a white man in america in the united states of america in the 1970s was pure luck. So if you hear me talking about hard work and good luck, that's my luck portion of it. I was born with a lot of privilege and a lot of opportunity in the land of opportunity, the United States. 
So when I get up in the morning and I go to work, I'm already 10xing you if you're in another country or if you're in another uh, spot. And I don't take that for granted either. I know I have more rungs on my ladder. <clears throat> but here's the thing. You got to build your own rungs. Because all those rungs that were on my ladder, they didn't come fully to me for free. I had to build on those rungs. I don't come from money. My family didn't have money. I had to work for it hard. And there, even to this day, three feet behind me is some motherfucker who wants to take it from me. I can tell you right now, somebody is plotting and scheming oh, yeah. to outdo me. And guess what that does? That cre- That's what I like about free markets, is that competition makes us better. If it was just like, oh, Brian created the 2x72 belt grinder. He's the only one that can make it now. Thanks, patents. For the next 50 years, I'm going to patent this device. I'm going to sue everybody around me so they can't compete with me. Fuck that. Bring it on. Let's do it. Let's make each other better. Even my competition, even the guys who steal my work and claim it as their own, I say bring it. And here's the reason why. It makes me a better person to do business with because now I have competition. I got to design. I got to work harder every single day. And trust me when I tell you, I'm not the smartest guy in the room, but I'll outwork every single one of you motherfuckers. I will. It's just that simple. You know why? Because I am hungry. I'm hungry and I want it. All of these words, all of this concept, everything that I'm talking about right now is my true purpose and passion. Because if you listen to anybody who made any money in their lives, these older rich guys, who by the way are an open book, they'll tell you exactly how they did it because they don't give a shit anymore. They made all their money. They're not going to sit around and go, no, I'm not going to divulge how I you know, made this and did this and did that. They're an open book and they want to tell people. And when you listen to them talk, they'll tell you that they had a true passion and a true dream for their work. Because most people, hear my words right now, most people who get into business do not have a dream. They do not have passion. You know what they have? They have lust. They have lust for money. And guess what? I've already won because I've got a dream. And that's the reason I exist. And that's the reason you exist. Find your dream. Find your passion. Turn it into commerce. Go out and make a bunch of money or not. True wealth is not money It's not property. It's not your net worth. True wealth is finding your passion and finding your dream and pursuing it. You've won. You don't need everything to be happy. That's right. You know, happiness, happiness begins within one, one, you know, like it, it starts within you. It doesn't, it's nobody else. It's nothing else. It's you. Your, your dreams, your, your, your passion, and your purpose. And if you could put all three, all those three together in that, what you're doing, then you're doing it. You're, you're, you're good. You've won. You should be good, you know? You've won. That's it. You've won. Exactly. I'm winning. I know you are, right? That's why you're on I my team. I feel like I'm winning. You know? That's why you're on my team. And I, and Brian, you're winning too, because you're on my team. And I see that I knew you guys were winners the second there I met you. 
I knew Ryan over at Gnome Hammer Forge was a winner the second I met him. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a solid. I've been talking to him quite a bit lately, and uh, he, he's a good guy, too. Man. You want to hear passion Great in guy. someone's voice yep. for something, for doing something? Listen to how Ryan talks about making hammers. Hmm. You would think something as inconsequential as a hammer. Like, it's just a, it's a hammer. Like, what the fuck? It's a hammer. And I'm listening to him talk about how he wants to produce hammers. He wants to be the guy that makes production hammers. And no one had come to him yet and said, you know, because like six months ago, he messaged me and says, hey, we should create a house-made hammer. We should do a house-made hammer, blah, blah, blah. And, he was and I didn't know who he was. And I'm just like, okay. This guy kept hitting me up. He kept tagging me and shit, sending me emails. Hey, Persistency. Yeah. Pers he just he just pushed and then I and then at freaking maker camp he's you know talking to me and I'm listening to him talk and I'm like this guy really fucking wants to make hammers this guy really loves making hammers as much as I love making grinders he loves hammers it's like wait a minute okay give this guy some money so he can go make some fucking hammers. then I'm gonna sell those hammers we're gonna put our logos on them together and we're gonna climb this ladder together i'm in a position to do that so i can do it right i can give him some uh work to do make me some hammers the reality is he's already won he's found his dream all he had to do was execute it and he's doing it and there's very few people i have met in my life who truly have that i have met a lot of people who love money they would love like Uncle fucking Scrooge Duck to swim around in their gold coin chamber. I'm telling you, those guys will never have enough. They will always be poor in their own minds. They will always yeah. be not wealthy. They could be swimming in a pile of gold and they'll say, I need more. And that's a fucking disease. So those guys, when I work with those guys, I can sniff them out in two seconds and go... Don't want anything to do with you because you're not on the right path for yourself. Get right with yourself. It's like my profile picture says, I took uh, the picture that comes from your shop actually this summer. And uh, the, the quote underneath the picture is, there is no path to happiness. Happiness is the path. That's right. That's right. And if you can find There's only purpose, one path to take and you take, mm, yeah, take it. Take it. Find it. Find it. And that's your job. Yep. And yeah, you got to make money, but that's why I love capitalism because it can take your dreams and convert it into commerce, which ultimately transfers to financial freedom. And that's why I think that's my true purpose on this planet is to tell people, preach that every single day as much as possible, try to transfer that knowledge to as many people as possible because that will make a better world for everybody. So anyways... I appreciate you guys listening to the Work For It podcast. We're going to do a dad joke, and then we're going to shut this thing down and move on to the after show. And as you know, if you have, uh, if you're a patron of the Work For It podcast, uh, you can uh, listen to the after show, and you can also ask us a question. We have a question in the messages section, and I've, uh, I'm going to say this every week to remind everyone. If you'd like to ask us a question, send it to us. In the messages section of Patreon, Patreon, because otherwise it will get lost. All right. 
I don't know about you guys, but I have a lot of dead batteries lying around my shop. And one day, I just decided to give them all away. Free of charge. <laughs> oh, yeah? Jeremy from 419 Forging. <laughs> Jeremy from 419 Forging um, has a great question for the after show. Life can be very busy at times, and I feel like a large majority of us are part-time makers. How can we juggle family, work, hobbies, and knife making in a week? This is for the WFI after show. You get rid of everything. The wife, the kids, the job. <laughs> Go live in a van down by the river. That's your answer. Smoke a lot of weed. Forget about it all. Well, now is that right? Now that Start weed's legal down the Start selling weed and can. making knives. Well, I have a uh, an answer to this question, and Nick and Brian will also have a, an answer to this question, I assume, because they know a lot about this subject as well. Except for Nick. All he has is like a cat, and, and maybe he doesn't Not even, even anymore. <laughs> My cat ran away, dude. Oh, uh, shit. Sly is gone. He, he, yeah. he's gone. But, uh, Sly was too fly. Yeah, man. Well, you know, that's how pussy goes. Comes and goes. Yep. All right. And... Um, <laughs> talking about cats here. I don't know about you guys, but I'm talking about cats. Um, Anyways, we're going to move on to the after show, and we're going to talk about uh, Jeremy from 419 Forging's question about balancing work, life, family, and other things. And if you guys want to hear that, sign up to Patreon. Man, I mean, $10.80 a year, we're just bringing the value. We're adding, we're stacking, stacking, stacking value on top of that membership. Just saying. Titties. Peace out. (laughs) Titties. That's for Neil over at Maximus (laughs) Nuts.